1: Shine, pump it up. It's another day in paradise, my friends. Six oh eight, your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It's a trash talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. Oh, we've got lots of trash to talk about. News happenings. One of your top stories ratings bonanza. Super Bowl viewership breaks all kinds of records. Haven't had this uh, level of viewership since I guess we uh, one of the moon landings, basically. Yeah, real. Yeah, that's crazy. Huge. Speaking of huge, yeah. Trump's comments about NATO and hey, better pay your dues. Uh huh. That gets some blowback. So there's that. Come on, it's Trump saying it, and then they try to get all I bent out of shape. So yeah, there's plenty going on there. But here's one for you. What's that? President Biden met with the chairman of the Chinese energy firm that Hunter Biden sought to create a joint venture with. He met with him at the Four Seasons in D.C. in 2017. Hmm. Uh, Rob Walker, a former business associate of Hunter Biden, testified at the House Oversight Judiciary Committees earlier this month as part of the House impeachment inquiry against President Biden. Walker, during the closed door, described... Interview, I'm sorry, transcribed interview, told congressional investigators that Joe Biden attended a meeting where he, Hunter, their other business partners, and CEFC Chairman uh, Ye Jingming were having lunch. Mm. I don't remember the Uh. exact time, but I remember being in D.C. and the former president, I'm sorry, former vice president at the time, stopped by. We were having lunch. Okay. Walker said he did not know the exact date, but it was probably 1720, um, probably 17 at some point, 2017, basically. I can say for certain he was out of office, so he wasn't uh, in the Obama administration at that time of the lunch, hmm. according to this witness. Walker said that the lunch took place. Four Seasons restaurant in a private room. I'm certain that Ye was there. And um, at that time, he was chairman of the Chinese energy company CEFC. The purpose of the meeting was to discuss ways we could work together. I don't think we had structured a deal on how to work together at that point, Walker said, noting that the meeting lasted probably an hour and a half, but said Biden was not there for the entire Meeting. The former vice president was not there the entire time, maybe 10 minutes. He spoke nice, uh, normal pleasantries. I think he probably did most of the talking at that time and then left. Walker testified that Biden addressed the entire group, which consisted of approximately 10 CEFC-linked individuals during the visit. Walker testified that the visit and Biden's appearance likely took place before Robinson Walker LLC received. $3 $3 million from the State Energy HK Limited, a CEFC-linked entity. But Walker maintained that Joe Biden was not involved in any of his business ventures with Hunter, despite his appearance at the lunch. Okay. Walker did, however, say that early correspondence to CEFC was sent on behalf of the group, which included himself, James, Gil- James uh, Gillier, Jim Biden and Hunter Ooh. Biden, the brother, shows up again. Mm, yeah, but, you know, I, I don't think that you
2: would have to expect the uh, former vice president to actually speak. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, regarding any business. If you're Hunter and you got your uncle there, and you're trying to impress a whole bunch of people with the influence that you have, and you have your dad, who's the former VP, just stroll in for a little, a little ten-minute
1: chat. I think that did exactly what it was supposed yeah. to do. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah. Yep. This is look. Uh-oh. Former vice president wields yeah. a lot of influence. Been in mm-hmm. the Senate for decades. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're we're connected. You're darn right. We are. There you go. Yep. And politics. And and they probably didn't want him to really say anything. No. That works best for everybody. Sure. Right. But he's there. His presence alone uh-huh. represents. Something, something yes. of value. Yes, um, the Biden right. name, the power. So, yeah, we'll see how this continues on. Oh. Of course, none of us are none of us are holding our breath, waiting oh. for any sort of seriousness and any kind of real charges or anything else to come from it. Well, that's because a jury wouldn't convict a senile old man with a bad memory. We've heard that somewhere along the way. I, that sounds familiar. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Man, did they get outraged by that? Did they? They went way <laughs> out of their way. I mean, what, what, what's the old thing? Thoust, thoust, dust protest too much. Uh-huh. Doust, uh does uh, to protest too much? Uh, uh, yeah, now, they've had all these people come for. I've seen them on all the talking head shows, especially like you know what you'd expect: CNN, MSNBC, right. Oh, yes. Uh, no. He has uh, complete control of his faculties. His mental acuity is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, phenomenal. I mean, they were over the top. It was over the top. Phenomenal? It's like, yeah. Bring them all out. Yeah, they weren't like, no. here, here, here's how you'd be truthful, um, as truthful as you could be, yet supportive, mm-hmm. right? You'd say, hey, as we age, we're all going to lose a step or two. But is he fully capable? Absolutely. I mean that's what they could say, but they go beyond that. It's like, "Wow, you have no credibility." So that what is that? Is that kind of like a gaslighting thing or what is that? Because they're basically telling people, "No, what you see, you're crazy." Biden's fine. What what are you You've been watching Fox again? What you people are crazy. Biden's sharp as a tack. <laughs> And, and then he had, wow. this, he, he had this humorous moment where he, he referenced his own age. And he says, yeah, uh, yeah I've been around a while. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, and, and, and I remember that. And the crowd, <laughs> they really burst into, you know, cheers. Mm-hmm. Because they get it. You, you make a joke about it because it is based on reality. That's what's funny about it. This whole protesting you're about it you're you're talking about it almost
2: is is reminiscent. It's almost like getting I don't know 50 plus former spooks to sign off on something when you're just really feeling the need to make a point.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, we've got 50 professionals in the spy business telling us that Hunter's laptop is not Hunter's laptop. It is Russian disinformation. You're right. It wasn't just a few. Uh-huh. It had to be over the top. Speaking over the top, uh, that slimy Eric Swalwell, oh. his spending is over the top. Where do you what do you find out? He, this guy's living a really? lavish life. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 616 on The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's a Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
0: Trump isn't causing chaos. Our enemies are causing chaos. Week 9's at 6. They're the ones indicting him.
2: They're the ones filing endless motions. They're the ones getting these outrageous decisions. 97.3,
1: Sky. Retiring Shaq's jersey and more. 621 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Good morning and welcome. It's Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. Also, reminder, the Bob Rose Golf Scramble is coming up April the 5th. This is an event that we are fortunate enough to have sell out every year. I don't want you to miss it. I want to say special thanks to Infotech and Southeast Car Agency for being uh, very important sponsors For this event, we raised money for the ARC, developmentally disabled in our community. The ARC has done an excellent job of for decades now, and they could always use our help. So this is their major fundraiser of the year. I'm proud to have my name on it. The 26th Annual Bob Rose Golf Scramble is going to be at Hawkstone Country Club Friday, April the 5th. Um, I'd love you to get more information on that. Simply go to arcalachua.org. That's A-R-C, ARC. Alachua.org, and i love to see you out there. We always have an excellent time for a phenomenal cause, and we'll continue to do so as long as you continue to support it, and I thank you in advance for your support. Yeah, so they're going to retire Shaq's jersey. Kind of cool. You have to get into the way, way, back, back, back machine to remember this. What was it? Back in... uh, 1992. Wow. Little Shacky was just a rookie. Little old Shacky. Well, little old? Seven foot one. Okay, big old. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to honor Shaquille O'Neal, retire his number 32 jersey in a historic ceremony tonight. Um, Four-time NBA champion, one of the greatest basketball players uh, of all time. And, yes, he debuted with the Magic in 1992, where he spent four seasons. He had the franchise's first-ever playoff appearance in 94, first-ever trip to the NBA Finals in 95, and he was inducted into the team's Hall of Fame 2015. This year, the Magic as a franchise is celebrating their 35th anniversary, so they're taking the opportunity to once again Honor O'Neal uh, at tonight's game, becoming the first player in franchise history to have his number retired, number thirty-two. Nice, that's awesome. And um, you know, one of the guys that I was working with in radio at the time, because I was in Orlando, mm-hmm. um, just by chance met Shaq. Nobody knew who he was. This oh, was yeah? like outside some like watering hole or something, you know, downtown, right? And just started chatting it up, and he said, "Wow." He has got to be just one of the nicest people in general, let alone mm-hmm. this guy who's going to be a superstar. Wow. And so, yeah, he was very uh, impressed with him. And yeah, you couldn't help but like him. What a smile. Oh, yeah. What a grin. And, mm-hmm. and and you know what did him in? These uh, these jerkies <clears throat> at the uh, Orlando Slantinel, you yeah. know, oh, that, yeah. that rag of a paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they... Like, except for Mike Bianchi. He's good. But anyway, um, they they wrote this article. Is anyone worth this m- much money? He was working on a new contract, a new okay. deal. Of course, to the average Joe six-pack, it's outrageous. Right. But it's reality. Mm-hmm. You want an NBA mm-hmm. franchise? You want to win? you got to pay big dollars for the top players. Certainly, he's a top player. Uh, yeah, but that kind of pressure, I guess, some like fans turned turned away, which, I don't know, it's like, it's like an ignorance thing. Hmm. Like, yeah, there's not a lot of people that can play a sport at that level. There's people willing to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. There's people willing to advertise and spend money and support. it. It's not coming out of your money. It's not coming out of your paycheck. Journalists, air quotes here, should know better. The, and the way they did it, the way the banner headline. Really? Yeah, I was like, is anyone worth, and I don't even remember the number, but the number now. I, I'll have to look it up. Comparison. Yeah, it would be it would be wow. laughable now. They'd be like, uh <clears throat> no, that's um <laughs> Yeah, that's probably the league minimum now. Uh uh-huh. that was back in like ninety five or something. Um hmm. yeah, so the I remember, okay, I was there. And uh but he was awesome. He was awesome for the town. Definitely uh put that franchise on the map. Oh yeah. And um Big I'm not sure if he still has his house there or not, but It'd be one that, you know, you could see from the road or if you had a boat, you're on the uh-huh. Chain of Lakes, uh, you know, the uh, Windermere area and out there, you, know, you could see it. Um, nice house. Uh, I don't know if he still has that or not, but everybody that I've talked to that's interacted with him has had nothing but good things to say about him. So, kind of nice, you know, fame and fortune not uh, going to his head. All right, so apparently... <laughs> You can't trust the Democrats. No, no kidding. Man, they'll sneak anything in anywhere they can. Listen to this. Several conservatives agree with Senator J.D. Vance's memo that circulated early yesterday Mm -hmm. that there's a hidden clause in the national security supplemental bill that he believes could set up former President Trump. Should he win the presidency and take office, Mm -hmm. this this would be in place if passed. And it basically would—I um, don't know—put him in a position to possibly be in trouble right from the get-go. And this has to do with Ukraine funding. In other words, if he wants to change direction on this funding stuff, they're trying to lock it in. Okay. And if he changes it, denies it, or whatever, then he's in hot water. The language would provide grounds wow. to impeach him. Oh my goodness! Yes. So, Man. of course, J.D. Vance is urging Republicans to block the passage of this. And then Senator, uh, Senator Rand Paul uh, said he supported Vance's memo on Monday, uh, arguing that Democrats are setting up for a possible Trump presidential win, and they're locking in foreign aid that will even tie the wow. hands of the next president. Are these the slimiest, <laughs> just low, scummiest, sneaky people you've ever met in your life? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, that reminds me of Slimy Swalwell. I didn't get to that story yet. Mm. Spent more money than Nancy Pelosi. What? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Makes her look like, uh, you know, a spendthrift that hangs out uh, at the uh, secondhand store. I thought she was a good spender. She is. but Can't wait to hear this. Yeah. It's coming up. 628 on The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy Trash Talking Tuesday from Florence Recycling. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
2: Trending. Trending right now on the Sky. Secretary Mayorkas of impeachment. The resolution is not
1: adopted. We have a crisis. Close the border. No. The only reason the border is not secure is Donald
0: Trump. Be better of not having a deal than having a bad deal. News. As it happens. Continued support for Ukraine. It's a moment in history. It's a pivot moment. The news station. No has responded. Bring our hostages home.
2: No more news updates every half hour. Breaking news at once
0: on News Talk ninety seven point three. The Sky. It's a mess. a mess. A mess. This is Trash Talkin' Tuesday.
2: <laughs>
1: I
0: would love to know what the hell's going on in our country. <laughs> Talking a wise guy with me a little bit. Talkin
2: trash now. It's
1: time to clean it up. Brought to you by Florence
2: Recycling. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. Clean. Coming clean. News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
1: Slivey Swalwell. Spending... Like a madman. Yep, we'll get to that. It is 639. Thanks for tuning in to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. And remember, you can follow The Sky. Go to the thesky973.com slash follow or the Odyssey app. The Bob Rose Show podcasts are available. You'll never have to miss a minute of the show. So, um, Congressman Eric Swalwell, it, this was the guy who was uh, palling around with uh, Fang Fang, mm-hmm. a Chinese spy. Yeah. Okay, a Chinese spy and the FBI literally tipped him off. Yeah, and so she fled the country. I mean, they didn't want to talk to her, possibly extract information, find out about you know methods and other things. Was't he on the Intel committee? He's, yeah, and he didn't even lose his gig on that, let alone <sighs> being a congressman. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, it, That's it's messed up. Yeah. And it, and yet, it's like he didn't feel any sense of shame that he was duped by a Chinese spy who planted up a associate of hers in his office. Oh, you need someone to help around the office? My <laughs> friend will help you. Wow. And he's
2: like, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> she likes me, too. Yeah. Right.
1: So, hmm. Eric Swalwell, uh, let's see. Um, now he's been known for his campaign to drop large amounts of money on luxury items anyway, posh hotels, flights, yachts, limousines, sure. etc. Well, he continued that trend uh, and spent money as far away as United Arab Emirates. Really? We're not talking about oh yeah, man, I had to go to this seminar, you know, to learn something that would help make me a better representative for my people in California uh-huh. as much as a stretch as that is yeah plenty of them do that kind of thing but no now he was spending money out of his campaign it's like what how does how does hmm. how could you write off something to say it's campaign related when you're at, at the biggest hotel in the united arab emirates like Oh, well, that's not. You can't take donations. Hmm. It's not like you can go fundraising, as far as I understand. Right? That would be in violation of federal election uh, law. According to the year end filing, Swalwell's committee reported three payments of nearly $1,700 in Dubai. So that's, uh, you know, three times uh, $1,700, $5,100 to stay at the five star. Uh, Al Arab Hotel, considered the city's most iconic hotel and one of the tallest in the world, compensating much there. Eric, mm-hmm. his campaign spent nearly ninety thousand dollars more on travel during the 2023's fourth quarter. Yep, staying in suites, thirteen hundred dollars a night, private beaches, wow. et cetera. Uh, now this was in Dubai, hmm. so what's he doing in all these Middle Eastern countries? Yeah. Uh, also, he had paid uh, thousands of dollars previously for hotels, restaurants in London and Germany. He's getting wrapped. He's getting You're around. a congressman representing a district in California, mm-hmm. and you can use legally campaign money. People are saying, "Hey, let's reelect him." As stupid as those people are, <laughs> hey, let's reelect. And then he takes the money. and goes, "Oh yeah, I was working on I was working on my campaign the whole time while I was in Dubai." When I was, right. yeah, you know, in mm-hmm. the UAE, yeah, okay, uh, it and it goes on and on. Uh, on top of the hotels, the travel expenses included nearly forty-seven thousand dollars in airfare. Oh my goodness! Not to mention, what's Whoa. the carbon footprint he's he's stomping and tromping everybody with? Because if he's from California, he should be concerned about that. Wouldn't one thing? Just saying. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, most of the money spent with United and American Airlines. His committee also spent nearly $45,000 on private security. Yeah, and mm. just under $7,000 on Sunny's Executive Sedan, which offers its clients limousines and other luxury cars and SUVs. How nice of them. Wow. He spent uh, $1,200 on Washington Suite Life, which promotes itself as the Premier luxury suite brokerage firm. Mm. There's also a uh, fifty three hundred dollar payment to fan experiences LLC. Fan experiences, that wonder, rings a bell. Wonder what oh kind yeah. Of experiences those are. Well, it helps with tickets to sporting events and concerts. They specialize in NCAA and NFL tickets.
2: So huh. more business experience.
1: One was listed at one of those expenses, $1,560, on December the 4th for fundraising event tickets Uh at Aramac Lincoln Financial Field, which is where the Eagles play. And let's see. The Eagles would have played the 49ers just a day earlier. Huh. Wow. Wow. He does know how to spend. He's He's living the good life. You are right. (laughs) Yeah Mm. Uh, And then a um, frightening story That has to do with If I can even say it Illegals Let's just say migrants Mm. These are members of Scary Deadly gangs Getting together Cooperating From different countries In New York City Um, Yeah Wow Gee what could go wrong Sanctuary City. Uh-huh. 645 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's a Trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. Plenty more coming up. 97.3 The Sky. Hang on.
0: If the DOJ doesn't move on this, then you got to start impeaching. Now, 10 p.m. night. And all of a sudden, 24 becomes not just about the end of America, but also like the end of all the systems that would protect us from all the people who would weaponize them further. On
2: 97.3, the sky.
1: It's a trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Flores Recycling. Good morning and welcome. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Morning, Greg. Good morning. It is 6.51. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, plenty to talk about top story. Super Bowl viewership apparently breaks all kinds of records. Trump's comments about NATO, well, um, you know, like paying your dues More mm-hmm. bad things could happen. Well, there's blowback on that. We'll get to that as well. And New York City, gosh, they gotta be proud of their melting pot past. You know, Ellis Island, how many immigrants have come through New York City? Lots of story. Yeah. Challenging times, you know, in neighborhoods and stuff, but then really a coming together. Still having great things you brought from your culture, but also being Americans. Oh, yeah. They gotta be proud of themselves and being a sanctuary city. You know, let's let's promote diversity, right? Even if it's, I don't know, deadly gangs. Excuse me? Yeah, like MS13 now becoming pale uh pals, buddies. Maybe they could do business together, you know, entrepreneurship. Grows in America, the land of capitalism. This, right? This sounds like organized crime. Um, it's possible. I mean, I don't no, if they call it that, a brutal Venezuelan gang, oh my goodness. which has used the border crisis to set up shop in New York, apparently could join forces with the feared MS-13, that according to the FBI, hmm. uh, Tren Du Arugia, Aruga, I'll have to hear somebody say it, mm-hmm. because I am not familiar with the name of this gang from Venezuela. And you don't really want to be. No. Not so much up and close. I don't want to be on a a first-name basis. No,
2: that's that's not good.
1: Law enforcement is warning this group is rapidly expanding its criminal empire uh, with a bunch of brazen phone robberies in five boroughs. Now a priority for the FBI. Hmm. And uh, one of the special agents in charge, John Morales... He's uh, in charge of the El Paso division in Texas, but he said the agency is closely monitoring this gang from Venezuela and monitoring their growth, and they're concerned about it forming alliances with existing networks. Like I said earlier, you know, MS-13, what what could go wrong here? Did they expect they sh- anything else? Did they share ideas, oh, you know? yeah. values, values, morals? <laughs> How to deal with competitors, Uh, law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. The New York Post revealed Monday how the Venezuelan gang, which established a bloody crime network across South America, is now replicating its methods in New York. Recruiting among new migrants at shelters to set up cell phone robbery gangs and using its international reach to traffic phones to Colombia. Now, Morales is warning uh, that MS-13 and other gangs could become temporary allies and said the FBI is actively sharing intelligence about this gang. And (laughs) there's a photo of some of the MS-13 gang members without shirts on. Mm. Not going to be judgmental, and some people like their ink, but there is something about the combination of this kind of ink Mm -hmm. and the lack of life in their eyes, if you know what I mean. Yeah. A life force that... mm, Not for good. Doesn't appear. So again, hate to be judgmental, but they are bloody gangs with a... Well, yeah. Yeah. While these gangs wouldn't normally mix, it's always going to be a concern as the gang from Venezuela expands its strength and establishes a foothold. Right now... We're working with our local law enforcement partners and sharing intelligence in order to stop the growth of this gang. Hmm. And the gang members, I know it's hard to believe, generally have passed through border cities like El Paso coming into the U.S. Wow. Correct me if I'm wrong.
2: I I thought I recalled maybe someone in in leadership of the past, maybe a a former president, actually warned us of these kinds of people and groups and gangs. Now, he called them animals, and Nancy Pelosi, I think, was very offended by that. But it, it just sounds like maybe we've been warned already ahead of time.
1: I think that you're referring to President Trump and all the efforts he made to secure the border and to warn us that, yeah... Um, some very bad people mm-hmm. could get into the country. Bad hombres,
2: I think he called them, actually. And yeah. Everyone got and offended. And lo and behold, huh.
1: once again, Trump was right. Wow. Trump was right. 6.56 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house and you're listening to 97.3 The Sky
2: America stands with our ally, Israel. War.
0: The battle for the future of the Middle East. A
2: fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The Hostages is released. To the river, to the river. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first.
0: A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran.
2: Talk about it now. You have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky.